Welcome to this podcast from Cabernet Old Kirk for Sunday the 29th of November, today which is the first Sunday in Advent. Our reading for the first Sunday of the church calendar takes us to the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 13, and reading from verses 24 to 37, and I'm reading from the New International Version. Let's listen for the Word of God. But in those days following that distress, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from the sky and the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, people will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory, and he will send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. Now learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its twigs get tender and its leaves come out, you know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that this is near right at the door. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows. Not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard. Be alert. You do not know when that time will come. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with their assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. Therefore, watch, because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, whether in the evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or at dawn. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone. Watch. Amen, and may God bless this reading of his holy word. It was in the late 19th century in America when there was a wave of enthusiasm for prophecies predicting the actual date Christ's second coming. One such prophet was an Adventist leader, William Miller, who died in 1849. And it's in his movement that both the Jehovah's Witnesses and the Seventh-day Adventists find their roots. Miller first predicted that Christ would return on the 21st of March 1842, but then revised the date to April 3rd, 1843. Over Three and a half thousand of his followers jammed the Boston Advent Temple, only to be disappointed. You might have thought that the movement would have died, but it didn't. In fact, quite the opposite, it continued to grow. Miller decided to recalculate his date for the second coming and soon published a new date, April 18th, 1844. When the Messiah didn't show up on that date, there was again frustration and some followers left the Adventist ranks. But undeterred by these failures, Miller came up with another date, 22nd of October, 1844. The date was publicised as the Millerite publication True Midnight Cry. And surprisingly, this third date actually rallied his followers. They began to spread the news of the new date of the second coming with an enthusiasm that just hadn't been seen before. Churches which didn't accept this message were denounced as agents of Babylon and the devil. 
and despite opposition from established mainline religious groups, thousands of people, including many clergy, began to defect to the Millerite cult. As Doomsday approached, the Millerites began to prepare. One account notes that fields were left unharvested, shops were closed, people quit their jobs, paid their debts off, and they freely gave away their possessions with no thought of repayment. Huge press runs of Advent publications like The Midnight Cry warned the public that the time is short. Prepare to meet thy God, and the Lord is coming. William Miller himself began peddling white ascension robes to the faithful, many of whom waited for the miraculous events in freshly dug graves. But as we all know, the Second Coming did not occur on the 22nd of October 1844. In fact, if they had heeded this morning's gospel, they would, have been, they would not have been taken in by Miller's false prophecy. For Jesus, speaking about the second coming, said, No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, be alert. Ye do not know when that time will come. When I looked at the lectionary, for today, I wondered what on earth does a passage, one that focuses on the second coming of Christ, have to do with Advent? Popularly, Advent is a time when we look forward to the celebration of the birth of Jesus 2,000 years ago in a stable in Bethlehem. Well, according to the foreword to the lectionary, Advent is the time that we look forward to Christ's second coming. Family traditions at Christmas Ferry. Some will eat a good breakfast, go to church if possible, and open their gifts after. Some will get up early and open the gifts before breakfast. Some will wait until all the extended family, or at least as many as we are allowed or choose to be with this year, are gathered before opening presents, perhaps after a Christmas lunch or the evening meal. There was one Christmas when little boy, about six years old, was on the way home from the watch night service and he could hardly contain his enthusiasm and he blurted out to his dad I think I'm going to be excited there's dirty I would reads I tell you the truth this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened that is indeed a reason to be excited we're well used to queuing whether it's waiting to get into a shop at the till once you're inside, perhaps waiting on a bus, or maybe the worst queue of all, being placed in a queue on the telephone. Of course, for mostly the younger generation, you can avoid queues by ordering online and getting a delivery the next day, or rather than hanging the phone, you can have a web chat to an advisor, probably on the other side of the world, who will be dealing with several calls at once. And mostly we're an impatient society. We become accustomed to instant gratification and we get very impatient and disgruntled when we have to wait. There are still queues, of course, at the bank if you can find an actual one that's open, at the supermarket, at red lights, at the doctor's or dentist's surgery in normal times. Most of us only wait, though, with a lot of impatience. 
sadness of awaiting is when we lose the excitement of anticipation to the dreariness of apathy. We've all known the sense of loss and disappointment over a hoped-for future, one that doesn't come quickly. Even Christmas Day has its own measure of disappointment. The presents are opened, the gifts admired and put away, the tree comes down and the manger scenes are put away for another year, and the long-awaited day passes with the sense that nothing has happened. We've waited and waited, and nothing has happened, nothing has changed. The condition I've just described is what I like to call Christian somnambulism, Christmas, Christian sleepwalking. Going through the emotions without being aware of our surroundings, ignoring the wonder and the joy. Verses 32 and 33 read, No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven or the sun, but only the Father. But be on guard, be alert. You do not know when that time will come. After 2,000 years, it's difficult to stand on tiptoes waiting for the kingdom to arrive. The problem with the way we watch and wait is that we forget God is also at work here and now. There are things that are happening now which call us to respond as disciples of Christ Jesus. I may tell you that I'm very guilty of when I'm on the internet and I found an interesting article. I'll say, I'll just be five minutes, when in actual fact it turns out to be probably closer to 30. Have you ever noticed that when you find something that interests you, or if you keep busy, the time seems to pass more quickly? We are not called to Christian somnambulism, as I like to call it. We are called to busy watching. There's an old Advent hymn titled Work for the Night is Coming, and the words encourage us to work at all times, for the night is coming when man's work is done. Soon the kingdom of God will be a reality. Don't just wait for it to happen. Make it happen. We're called to be watchful, to patiently wait, and to prepare for Jesus' arrival. Through our meditations on the word of God, made known through Christ Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit, may our Advent preparation enable us to be found awake, to be prepared, and to be welcoming when Jesus returns. Amen. And let's finish this podcast today with a prayer. Oh, let us pray. Listening God, we thank you that you are God with us that we can glimpse your kingdom around us, that we can see signs of you in our world, that we can be part of your story. God, we wait and we listen. We hope for what is not seen. Shine the light of your kingdom into the darkness of our world. Listening God, will you come into the darkness of today's world, to the places where you once walked among us, but that are now places of despair, conflict and occupation. Be with those whose stories we have heard and the countless others whose voices are silenced. Help us to be a voice of peace, to speak out against oppression, to share the real Bethlehem with others this Advent.
bring your wisdom to a situation which seems to have no end, God, we wait and we listen. We hope that what is not seen shine the light of your kingdom into the darkness of our world. Listening God, will you come into the darkness of our community? To the people living with fear and worry? To the people whose advent is not full of joy? To the people needing support? Open our eyes to the situations all around us that we do not see and open our minds to the ways we can respond. God, we wait and we listen. We hope for what is not seen. Shine the light of your kingdom into the darkness of our world. Listening God, will you come into the darkness of our lives, to our human doubts and failings, the times we do not live out our faith, the situations we've not used our power to change. Help us to be as open to you as you were to us. When you were as vulnerable as a baby, trusting in the world for your safety, show us glimpses of your kingdom. Help us to hear your story. Reveal to us our part in your Advent hope. God, we wait and we listen. We hope for what is not seen. Shine the light of your kingdom into the darkness of our world. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast today and please, if you can, join again next week when we look forward to Advent Week 2. And now, go strengthened by the testimony of Christ. Keep alert and wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. Continue to do right and remember God in your ways. And may God enrich you in speech and knowledge of every kind. May Christ Jesus strengthen you to the end. And may the Holy Spirit guide you in faithful living until he comes. We go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen.